Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969 which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Mong Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. This is episode 158. Um, and we got things to discuss and stuff. We got things to things. We and- got things to say. We got things and stuff, and uh, we got things for nobody to listen to. For nobody to listen to, because we have no viewers right now. We have zero. We have nada. Zip zilch. We are that fucking popular. <laughs> That's what we get for being fifteen minutes late. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we're on now. Yeah, we're live now, somewhere yeah. in the universe. So, well, no instant gratification for everybody else. No. And hey, we got Ninja of Shadow. Yep. What's up, Ninja? No idea who you are, but hi. Well, because he's a ninja. That's right. Good if point. If you knew who he was, he'd be a terrible ninja. Good <laughs> point. And he's Ninja of Shadow, so like you couldn't, you wouldn't really know he was there anyway. Assuming it's a he. All I can think of is that scene in uh, Grandma's Boy, with the the dude where he's like got the black jacket up and he's on the wall, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "How did he see me?" <laughs> Makes me think, almost think of Drax too. Drax, I'm yeah. so My slow. Mood. I become invisible. <laughs> oh. Yeah, invisible. Like, oh, it's my son. Oh, hey, <laughs> is why is that your weird YouTube name? Hey, man, he's your kid. Oh, he's your kid. <laughs> I mean, it it fits. It fits. Oh, yeah, that's true. Weird. No, oh, I did not know. I feel bad now. God, this cocktail is so bad. Why did? What I is it? It's really cheap whiskey because I had it on hand from Thanksgiving. Some grenadine and some bitters. What the hell is wrong with you? I was trying for some semblance of an old fashioned, and it didn't really pan out the way I'd hoped. I went with Liney's toasted Bach tonight. Kept it simple. I have water. Yeah, this is my you cocktail. You always have sadness. water, though. Hydration up. Oh. I drank almost two gallons of water today from a about six mile hike through extremely steep woods yesterday. I'm yeah, but you hit water. another fucking deer. No, I shot another deer yesterday. Oh, okay. I hit you one. Shot today. another deer yesterday, and you hit another deer today. Yes. You were single handedly causing global warming. The one that I hit today, though, survived. Like, oh, bounced off. That's even and... worse. <laughs> He's going to tell all his friends, Jesus, too, what just happened to me? And he's like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> right, Fred. This gigantic blue thing just came out of nowhere and hit me. I don't know what happened. Gave me this really bad headache. The best part is, I told Jason this before the show, um, in the dust on the hood, you have this imprint of the back of a deer's head and its ears. 
just right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's too bad. We, we came really close to a really good story, animal killing story. I mean, not as good as Eagle Killers, but I mean, it would have been, it could have been hey. a really good story. You know, we don't need to keep bringing up the eagle killing thing. That's uh, yes. uh sure we do. Didn't you not see the ticker? Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. So, so so did Liz. I'm told she sent me a message. She's she's quite embarrassed, and it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> she should be Liz. embarrassed. She should be embarrassed. Like her Vikings. Oh, that Liz isn't the Vikings fan. Liz is the Packers fan. Lindsay is the Vikings fan. She's oh, the one who has a Randy make... Moss 40th anniversary jersey. Oh, now okay, that I'm still making fun of Liz. I like pumpkin. <laughs> oh. But uh yeah, now that we're none of the rest of us have met Liz, so we don't we don't have any ability to form an opinion. Yeah. Well, that's you, got, true. Uh, that's... you got robot voice over there, Christopher. Do I? Yeah. Yep. All right, hold on. Rebooting just, a, just a little bit. Rebooting headset. Oh. No. Oh. On that note, now that he can't hear us, <laughs> um, start talking about him. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, where's my links? There's my links. Is that better? I don't keep talking. I ain't got fuck all to say yet. We haven't read any stories. It almost sounds no. like you have like interference with your Bluetooth. Is what it sounds like. It's yep, possible. There's, there's a little pop. Just a little pop. It's not. It's not bad. It's just a little pop. Well, if it gets worse, let me know. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have any. You guys want just where do you guys want to start? Um, let me look at the links again here. I didn't even look at the list. I did, I, I did again. I did it again, you guys. I did yeah, keep you, a link from you. Uh, that's become I, the norm. I just expected at this point. You know, I, I think that we should start in our typical form with the not everything is a dildo story. You want to start? You want to start? The, <laughs> was, my, was my son listening? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is fucking great. This is too good. I when I read this story, I had to read it like two or three times to verify that I had in fact read I, what I, I just read. I I saw a screenshot of a story on Twitter, and I had to verify it with like I had I had to look it up. I went through like three different sources. I even tracked down the police report just to make sure that what I was reading was actually real. Yeah. It. See, I don't. God, no! I can't even wrap my head around this story. <laughs> we we got to get into this. We're starting at the uh, bottom on this one. We can only go up no, from there. See, no, honestly, for we're, us, we're doing this. Starting we're, at the top. This is this is the very essence of for educational purposes only. <laughs> And it is educational. This is a lesson. Yes, and this. please, for the love of God, people never, ever do this. This is not even an in Minecraft story. This yeah, is a I, people just fucking don't. Just, just don't. Deep just, breath. Just deep don't. breath. <sighs> okay. Georgia webcam model 27 accidentally shoots herself in genitals with nine millimeter handgun in pornographic video gone horribly wrong. <laughs> She <laughs> shot herself in the vagina with a pistol. Yeah. I. Oh, what? what? <laughs> you see that little ticker at the bottom, Liz? I did that just for you. <laughs> so, 
Oh, a man. Georgia woman working as a webcam web, webcam model for a popular pornography site accidentally shot herself in the vagina earlier this month. A police report chronicling the bizarre incident reveals. And what witnesses say was a pornographic video gone horribly wrong. Ooh, According to the says. report, e-girl Lauren Hunter Damon, 27, accidentally discharged the weapon, a 9mm handgun, while alone in the bedroom the morning of November 9th, while several of her housemates were on the property. Around noon, cops were called to the scene of the, the Thompson home after receiving a report of a, quote, accidental gunshot wound. Upon arriving at the scene, Upston County Sheriff Deputy Zachary Wall immediately encountered an EMS worker in the woman's driveway clutching the handgun as well as a spent bullet casing. The paramedic notified the officer that, quote, the female had shot herself in her vagina accidentally. I, I don't. I, I, I just. Uh, I have I, to share the patch I, at this point. I, it's, what's it say? That's a terrible idea. When That's we a start. terrible idea. Yes. You know, I have Damon, a hoodie somewhere that says I cause safety briefs, but I yeah. would not cause a safety brief this way. In no way no. did any single piece of this yeah. entire story seem like a good idea at all the whole time. The, she was what, also in wounded but stable condition. <laughs> wounded. But, okay. All of her roommates were home with guests at the time. She decided to go oh, live on her webcam. Hold on. It, hey, it, girls got to work, man. Girls got to work. I'm sorry. Okay. Hold no. On. Police then <laughs> conducted interviews with the other two residents of the home, three in total, and two other two other were present when the shot went off. One of the woman's housemates, Jordan Allen, the owner of the firearm, told deputies he was in the kitchen when he heard the gunshot and shed some light on how the strange incident may have occurred. According to the report, Alan rushed to Damon's room when he heard the gun go off and found her with blood dripping down her leg. Alan then told the police upon seeing him enter the room, a bloody Damon told him that she shot herself accidentally and profusely apologized. Because nobody likes it when the shot goes off prematurely. <laughs> Alan then illuminated the officers as to his housemate's occupation. Per the report, Alan told cops that, quote, Damon has subscribers on a sexual platform called Chatter and added that she, quote, makes, yeah, and at, quote, added that she, quote, makes sexual videos of herself and people pay her to see them. Alan then advised the lawman that he believed she was recording a video at the time the gun went off. So several questions arise oh, for me only several. Uh, only several i have questions i have questions um the first one is why were you using a loaded handgun and more importantly why were you using a hand pointing a handgun at your vag at all and was it a glock because only a fucking idiot uses a loaded glock what what is what is wrong with you <laughs> despite the uh uh, Upston County Sheriff Dan Klingor told the smoking gun that the shooting with its department labeled reckless conduct in the November 9 report is unlikely to result in criminal charges. I this, don't think this is the kind of lube you use for, for a gun, not that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Moreover, the web platform Alan mentioned uh. it to officers is actually the Chatterbait, a popular adult site that allows models to receive donations from viewers in the form of tips in return for the recorded staging of requested sex acts. So somebody I actually requested this. Apparently, I have been informed by people that apparently this is a thing that like gunplay well, I know, I, I I've heard of gunplay too, but what? What? Why? I I don't. I, I can't. The only I, I got nothing, I mean, man. I got I just, nothing either. I mean, it, was it maybe a long slide block so it reached up far <laughs> enough? Or, <laughs> she she likes big glocks. She likes big <laughs> glocks. Yes, <laughs> she likes big glocks. So she cannot lie. Uh, I hate size queens, you know. <laughs> it was probably a, a long slide, uh, forty oh. caliber Glock. Uh, yeah, thirty-seven or something. Nine like millimeter. That. Nine millimeter. Oh, nine millimeter. No, yeah, it was in so nine. Glock thirty-five. It yeah, it was. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's. Oh, honey, only a forty-eight. Well, you'll still feel me. <laughs> Uh, probably. Uh, uh, if she did it with a high point, that would be even better. If it was, a she likes like those ghetto blasters. I mean, you know, high points kind of dildo shaped if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to think about it, but I have now. So now you all have to too. <laughs> now you, now. <laughs> I just, I, 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 there's a lot of questions, and I like Daniel most has of them. I question. Most of them I don't want answered. Was it suppressed? She didn't have a suppressor. If they if they heard the <laughs> shot, no. She was a well, no. She, it might have still. I mean, because a, a surprise. I mean, a silencer doesn't actually make a gun silent. It's still 100, 120 decibels. You're still probably going to hear heat <laughs> cannon something. Another <laughs> <laughs> heat cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. It's. I mean, she was just really, really into Griffin armament and. uh Uh, one thing led to another but why would you leave it loaded it was her first time writing a cult <laughs> <laughs> does colt even make a nine millimeter i don't think they ever have because colt really hasn't made uh, you can buy you can get 19 you get 1911 nine millimeter well yeah not but just colt not from colt rock saying, island makes you get a rock island rock island yeah, yeah, Rock Island. God, if you're buying, if you're buying a Rock Island, there are there are other problems wrong with you. You know what she should have used is a nine millimeter Kimber nineteen eleven because then it wouldn't have gone off. That's true. True. You notice, by the way, if you watch um, the John Wick, what is it, the third one, when he's got the Kimber? No, it's the second one when he's got the Kimber. If you actually pay attention to that, you'll notice that um, he actually keeps press checking it every time he reloads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to laugh at that when I realized it when I watched it. I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> it's um, so legendarily bad that even a gun movie acknowledges that it's a piece of shit. She was probably playing Russian roulette with a semi auto. There was a guy on in the Darwin Awards who fucking idea. did that. Yeah, there was a guy in the Darwin Awards who did that. He walked into this bar and was like, I'm going to play Russian roulette. And he had like a 25 ACP little like Colt pocket pistol. <laughs> and everyone else is like, no. No, and then he and so he lets the slide forward, puts it to his head, and he's like, I'll go first and blows his head off. Duh, because it's a semi auto, it always loads around, jackass. Wow. 
And I mean, you could again. You well, could I mean, do... unless unless you're talking about a Kimber, where well, yeah, you drop the slide and the ground like compacts against the feeder amp. And... Yeah, and it may or may not actually load around. So, but that's just oh Jesus. What's next in SMG? Well, I mean, I suppose if it was a um, an M3 grease gun, maybe or a uh... Uh, the uh, you can get the uh, the Glock extension thingy. Well, like and I'm talking about or... the um, uh, it's the the Glock slide. It, 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 the Glock slides up in it, and it has the 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 stock on it. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's a, a micro Roni. Yeah, the micro. Yeah, yeah the micro. Yeah. So I mean, you could kind of. SMG it. Well, I mean, I could see like uh, if you're using a um, oh god, why am I spacing? Well, um, it, it replaced the it replaced the Thompson. Was it an M3? That was an M3. Yeah, the I mean, because they're kind of barrel or um, the the British one. Um, I, my brain's going oh, completely blank. Uh, it's not a Sterling, but it, I mean, it's you know what I like that. Too. You know what I find really funny about this is we are sitting here talking about what type of firearm she used to shoot herself in the van. <laughs> not the fact, not the fact that herself. she shot herself in the van. Well, I feel or, like we... Or the fact that there may be now a fourth option. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't call it an axe wound anymore. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> when you're at therapy later, Daniel... <laughs> hey, might as well make it worth the money. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's an man. adult. He'll be twenty-two in a couple months. See, my kid's just about to be thirteen in January. So, yeah, you're a youngster, though. My yeah. my oldest will be sixteen in March. We're all getting old, guys. I got stomped three games in a row by a five-year-old at a beanbag toss the other day. So, oof, that's rough. Ouch. At least it wasn't chess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who needs therapy? I'm your son. I'm used to this. That's true. <laughs> his, mo- his mom's worse than I am. Oh, let's see. All right, I gotta. So are we going from they called oh. the cops because she shot herself in the vag to calling friends, not cops? Uh, yes, I just have to share this real quick. And then um, just, put, <laughs> just, putting this, just putting this out there. You know, actually, what comes to mind is the, the Photoshop of uh, Binger with the giant dildo. Fucking Binger. That guy's such a turd. No. Oh. I guess you could say that Sig soured on her. Uh, um, maybe she, maybe that's what happened. She had it in there and was showing off the strength of her kegel muscles. Tripped, and it went off because it was a Sig. It was a, what is that? That was a three twenty, wasn't it? The, the Sig three twenty, yeah. yeah. She bumped it into a wall. <laughs> it went off because she banged her own head against the headboard too hard. Oh God. How we're terrible people, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we get along so well, though. We're all terrible people. Well, I mean, not wrong, wrong about that. Um, hmm. I don't know what what direction do we want to go? Because there was no segues in that one. 
Um, well, how do you segue from that? <laughs> um, I mean, are we going to do the calling cops not or calling friends not cops? Uh, we could go to the cop rape one. I mean, that seems to follow. Um, the cop rape one. Yeah. Uh, we, the the use of the pistol was consensual. The nine millimeter projectile was not. All right. How about from um one bad. I don't know. I have nothing. Eh. Um, ooh, ooh, okay. We can go from one stupid move to another. All right. How about that one? Seems um, legit. Yeah, that works. Minnesota Public School District tried to charge concerned parents more than $900,000 for a Freedom of Information Act request. You can't do that. <laughs> That's directly against the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> not only that, Since when nine, do they care? $900,000. A public <laughs> school district in Minnesota told a law firm representing concerned parents that it would cost upwards of $901,121.15 to complete a government records request according to communications. You know, I gotta say, I love the end fifteen cents. That's yes. uh, I like, that's um, a nice touch. <laughs> an attorney for Moram, Corindal, and Erickson in Minneapolis sent Government Data Practices Act request to the interim superintendent at Rochester Public School District in Minnesota on September twentieth. The request was made on the behalf of quote Equality in Education, a concerned parents association. Wait, this is in Rochester? This was yes. out of Rochester. This, this is, is only an hour from Andrew. Yeah, this is only an hour away from me, actually. Uh, the, Ro the request asked the Rochester Public School District to release information on the development of curriculum, conferences, or seminars for teachers and students related to, quote, equity and social justice topics often referred to as critical race theory. The request called for records dating back to January 2020 in elementary, middle, and high school, according to Moem, Cardall, and Erickson letter. Specific words that the group were concerned with uh, included, quote, equity, social justice, cultural competency, race, intersectionality, or CRT. Many of those concepts are linked to the core tenets of critical race theory. Yes. 15 cents for the is for the administrative fees. <laughs> Come on. I'm still getting I'm still getting used to this site. Yes, 15 yeah. cents for the administrative fees. That's I you don't get to that isn't how the Freedom of Information Act reads. You don't get well, to go well te technically, I mean, if you put in a request, they can charge you an amount of money to provide those records for for, records. for the material cost yes. yes they can charge you yeah they can charge you for the amount of money that it costs them to print beyond i think it's like 200 pages um they have to provide you x amount of pages for free and anything past that they can then charge you at a set rate that is contained within the freedom of information act and i think is yeah, adjusted for inflation annually these ones are I'm being printed on gold leaf Apparently, like, what is this delivered, being delivered by cherubs? I was gonna say, is this being like hand engraved in granite oh. tablets? And... Oh, oh, hold on, it, it, this obviously gets better. 
Of course it does. How did you know what the word better means? On November 12th, an attorney representing the district said it would cost um, equity in education $901,120.15 to obtain the records, and they must prepay before the district completes their request. No. That's, I mean, is this... It's like, what, what did you have to, you're going to have to hire or like find and sacrifice like 20 virgins to a fucking volcano God. And then it'll be written with lightning into granite tablets <laughs> and delivered on the backs of a bunch of minks in order to, well, like, to and, cause $900,000. The one yeah, thing uh, that the, the recourse that I've seen people do when uh, municipalities try this shit is they'll go, okay, I want an itemized bill. An at, a, a complete itemized bill of everything and every reason why it would cost that much money. Yep. And the one that I've seen was, it was like a $500,000 freedom of, of information request. And the reason they were billing that was because of the amount of time and man hours it would require them to dig up all of the requested information, yeah. which is uh, not a billable op- uh, yeah, it's not a billable thing under the FYA. No, well, the district will require prepayment before processing your request further. That's according to Michael Waldzenperger, the district's legal representative. "Quote: If the actual cost ends up being less than the estimated cost, the district will refund the difference. If the actual cost ends up being more than the estimated cost, your firm will be responsible for the difference." No. No, that no. isn't how so this law literally, reads at so, all. So, he literally just said, this is not, it, it's not necessarily going to cost you $900,000, but it's going to cost you a $900,000 deposit. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not even going to do this if you don't come up with $900,000. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you prepay, then they conveniently forget you paid and ask for more. Sorry, sir, that request yeah, expired. Okay, so according to the FOIA, I just double checked it. Um, they can charge for the time it takes to search for records and for the duplication of those records, but they are okay. they don't charge for the first two hours or for the first one hundred pages. Um, if an agency estimates total of fees for processing your request will exceed $25, it will notify you in writing the estimate and offer you an opportunity to narrow your request in order to reduce the fees. If you agree to pay fees for record search, you may require to pay such fees, even if the search does not locate any releasable records. Well, I mean, even $900,000. Nine, you know, divi- yeah, see, yeah, divi- they... divided by $25, right? That was the, the, the hourly. That's 36,000 hours. <laughs> right i mean divorce, divided by 40 hours that's 900 weeks yeah that's yeah, there's no which is how many years i'll see 952 that's 17.3 years yeah but it's still less we'll time get, than, we, than these they, uh, they, will, they will get those requests about the same time as we'll get the copyright info um about the uh about the job yeah. I was going to say that that's less time than the FDA wants for releasing all the jab information. Yeah. And they're not, well, even, they're not even counting for inflation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at that point I would definitely, yeah, I would be requesting an itemized bill because there's no way it takes that many man hours 
to search digitized records mm -hmm. for no, this stuff okay. and then print it. A simple control yeah. F on a database will find everything they yeah. need. There is no, there is no actual way it would cost that much money. So and at that point, they don't even necessarily have to print everything. Just put everything on the cloud. Yeah, here's the password. Well, and seeing this is another How thing you know to bring up to a here. Flash drive here. Mm -hmm. One terabyte um, flash drive is what like seventy nine dollars right now or something like that. I bought one just the other day for thirty two dollars. There's also um, under the FOIA, you can request a fee waiver if you can argue that uh, the requested information is in the public interest because it is likely to contribute significantly to public understanding of the operations activities of the government and is not primarily in the commercial interest of the requester. You so in this case, that's comprehensive government bureaucracy. Well, but that's probably that's probably what's going to happen is that the the law firm that requests is probably going to counter sue or well sue them uh, over the FOIA request and demand a waiver of fees. Um, chances are historically they're probably going to win because nearly a million dollars in fees is blatantly unreasonable and clearly designed to prevent the release of that information. So. And it is in the public interest to know what a school district is doing with mm -hmm. your children's education, which brings me to the next point, which is, again, people stop sending your children to public education. Oh, so glad my kids finished up private school. I mean, it's this is what happens as soon as as soon as concerned parents go, hey, regardless of what side this organization is on, whether they want more equality you know more crt which they might or they want less it doesn't matter the school district is going out of its way to prevent parents and concerned members of the community from knowing what's being taught at the school well, that's a, a, that's a very good point because that was literally what swung the governor race in virginia yeah right it was it was parents parents wanting to get involved in what their kids were being indoctrinated and, and you know educated into and the one candidate uh like mcafee or whatever the fuck the guy's name was and he's just like parents shouldn't be involved and the other guy's like the fuck they shouldn't and guess who yeah. won yeah exactly hmm? yeah parents if if somebody says that you have no right to know what your children are learning at school you should become very, very concerned what your children are learning at school. Yes. Yes. And oh. that's like, it wasn't that long ago I saw a video. A guy went to a school board meeting and the school board said, if you say anything derogatory about mm -hmm. X, Y, or Z, uh, we will disband the open meeting and go to a closed door session. And that will be the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The entire a, meeting was supposed to be about what they would have deemed as derogatory, and they just they yeah. just had they just had one in uh, uh, New Hampshire, some school district in New Hampshire, where um, a lady came in not wearing a mask, right? And and one of the school board members is like, "Oh, that lady shouldn't be here. She's banned. We banned her last meeting for not wearing a mask." Like they gave they gave a they gave a mom a trespassing warrant for not wearing a mask at a school board meeting, right? So she comes into the next meeting not wearing a mask, 
And the school board's like, oh, no, no, she can't be here. Arrest her. And the cops fucking start arresting her. And she's like flipping out. And she asked someone to grab her phone <coughs> and call her husband. So this other lady comes from behind the line through the metal detector to go to grab the lady's phone. The metal detector goes off. Police search that lady's handbag and find a knitting needle, a knitting needle in her handbag. And the police go and the school board goes, oh, that's a dangerous weapon. Arrest her, too. Like these are these are the lengths that people that these fucking bureaucrats, they aren't even educators. They were never really educators. They're 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 bureaucrats. They're dictating your children's education. Right, it's, it's not. Thereof. It's not parents. It's not parents. Like these, these are taxpayer-funded people who work for a government at a taxpayer-funded institution, at a required institution for your children, telling the taxpayers what they can or cannot do at the taxpayer-funded. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and it's. I mean, and that's the thing is like this is. This is what keeps happening, right? It keeps happening on a, on a larger and larger scale. We keep mm-hmm. seeing it where it becomes more and more blatant, where that one school board asked the, the DHS and the FBI and the DOJ to start investigating these parents who wanted to get rid of them and vote them out. And there, were, this is, there were members that came from the fucking White House in regards to that. Memos oh, yeah. from the White House. Well, hell, as far as all of that goes, there were memos between the White House and a... Uh, one of the major school board associations in the mm-hmm. in the country and Half the CDC the, as it uh, relates the, to their COVID response. Um, the the one school board, I think it's the the NEA or the NESA or whatever it is. Um, they're like the large school board mm-hmm. association. Uh, like twenty six states have opted out of it since they since they requested the FBI look into um, look into parents. That's the way. The FBI should never even bother or never even get involved. In fact, the FBI should tell them to get fucking bent. But well, then again, they won't because they're bureaucrats and they need to justify their existence. Well, and don't forget who originally founded the FBI, right? The FBI is right. originally, I mean, if Herbert Hoover, the man who used uh, state um, state run stuff to like go after his neighbor's cat or no, it was a, it was a raccoon. He thought there was a raccoon coming onto his porch and he, um, he had them make a like a trap that was supposed to be, kill this raccoon. It wound up tearing his neighbor's cat in half, um, which he had the FBI cover up. I mean, yeah. I well, that just, in uh, going off of there's a the most recent comment in the chat here says, Oh, a sewing needle, such a dangerous weapon. What's next? A plastic knife, maybe a deadly assault duct tape. Dang it, forgot <laughs> what book that's from. <laughs> that's it's actually funny because Europe has um they have safe safe knife dis, um uh dispensaries like the, mm-hmm. just on the street corner there'll be a box and it will be a a safe surrender for your knife you could just and then they your, get broke into yeah that's like the um uh the weed one in in O'Hara Airport in Chicago they have a, a safe surrender for your, your cannabis because you're not allowed to fly with it but it keeps getting broken into people keep stealing the weed. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? It's just a right? box full of weed sitting there. Full of free weed. That's, just sitting that's there. funny. It's funny because Seattle tried the uh, safe surrender firearm boxes too. Yeah, and that there's no that, possible way that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah. It, 
it totally, it's a big metal it totally unattended went exactly metal. it totally went exactly yeah. how you think <laughs> an unattended metal box sitting there full of firearms with no traceability to you how could that oh. ever be misused <laughs> oh. <laughs> i mean okay i got one i got one okay oh. i have to take a deep breath for this one okay this is this is actually worse than the last one if you can believe that in terms of bureaucracy and bullshit. Oh. Deep breath. Okay. Hawaii officials kept a man wanted on drug charges, institutionalized, and sedated for two years. Only problem, he was the wrong guy. And now he's suing the state. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It, Andrew's going to explode. You know this. You know this gets so good, Andrew. You keep using these positive terms, but... Uh... No, a, a homeless man who was arrested yes. and t- institutionalized for more than two years in Hawaii before authorities realized they had the wrong man is suing the state. Wait, isn't this the guy who kept telling them that they had the wrong yes. guy? That he wasn't yep. that yes. dude the yes. whole time? Yes. yes. Yep. Yes. Which is well, now, why they institutionalized him? Yes. Well, now now he's suing the state. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh Spreisterbach was imprisoned for four months and spent another 28 months in a state mental hospital after police mistook him for a man named Thomas Castleberry in 2017. He was released in January 2020 when authorities finally realized he wasn't Castleberry. It took bureaucracy three fucking years. Hold Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. Spicerbach was institutionalized under Castleberry's name, but had never met Castleberry, who was wanted on drug-related charges. Quote, no one would believe him or take any meaningful steps to verify his identity and determine that Mr. Spicerbach was telling the truth. He was not Mr. Castleberry, Spicerbach lawyer said in a petition to vacate his prison record. The Times reported that neither doctors nor psychologists believed Spicerbach when he told them he wasn't the man the police said he was. The Honolulu Star advisor reported in the lawsuit filed on Sunday alleges that medical officials at the state hospital, quote, determined him to be delusional and decompensating and recommended more medication be administered to Joshua against his will. Determined that he was delusional for saying well, that he was not the guy the when lawsuit- he was, in fact, not the fucking guy. The lawsuit <laughs> said officials then got a court order to give Spicerbach quote strong antipsychotic medication that caused him quote much physical and emotional anguish. That's what happens when you give somebody who's not psychotic an anti-fucking psychotic. The just again, <sighs> I I I fucking there's a solution to this problem. Hold on. That I can think Hold of. On. One more. One, I got. I got. I, I got. I got, I got a much easier for solution to. to I, have, I have several Hold solutions. On. This, this, Hold this on. one works really well. Spicerbach had been living, or has been living, with his sister in Vermont since his release. One of the lawyers told the Times that Spicerbach is afraid to return to Hawaii because he's still identified as the wrong man in the state's criminal database. Yeah! Yeah! Don't they have these things called state? I mean, just using the state's shit. Fingerprints. 
fingerprints, fingerprints. and, and the driver's license. This little card that you have to have. The man is wanted on drug charges, which means the, the first guy got fingerprinted. Still have not cleared up the warrant. I, it, so this this man this man was arrested. Right here. Right here. This man this man right was arrested. Right here. Right here. Without being positively identified, forced into jail, where he was later sent to a mental hospital for saying, I'm not this guy you're looking for, and given powerful antipsychotics that kept him in a daze and caused him physical and mental anguish. For 28 yes. months. Because those medications, when they snow you like that, you are perfectly conscious in your own mind. The problem is <laughs> you can't fucking do anything. <laughs> I just, I, the dude was basically a, a prisoner I, I, in his own I, goddamn I, body. I like, I like Andrew's idea. I just... Uh, you, I just you know, I, I see you guys got the bit. I'll just I would much <laughs> rather do it with this little one no, no. because it's Human. so much more oh, so much see, more satisfying. No, no. I th this is this is one part. No, no, no. See, we, we also have we have this little guy. This little I, guy. Also I like nice. that little guy. I like I have that axes, I, we have axes and swords and, and machetes and a deer skin oh. kit. I mean there's options. There's a I machete a, over there. I have a flail. Oh, that would be fun. We have options. Let's break femurs with a flail. I'm. I mean, I'm not saying it's time to go medieval, but I am saying that if someone were to go medieval, I have a machete and I'm mentally sharpening it. Sounds like your son would fit right in with us. Yeah, I'm not saying that we should go medieval. What I'm saying is that if someone did, I would understand. I mean, it's this has this has got to be this has got to be one of like the highest the highest degrees of just stupidity fuckery just tyrannical bullshit i have ever read it's and it's terrifying it's absolutely it is absolutely terrifying, it's absolutely terrifying because they didn't first off first off they didn't positively identify him no right? they did yeah. they didn't they did not they did not confirm his identity no, they just said, oh, you are who we say you are, yes. and you, we are going to treat you as such. And, oh, you don't – you say you're not who you say you are? Well, Or you're not who we say you are? Well, fuck off. We don't care. Yeah. They they I, don't care, and that's the thing. They don't care. They're like, oh, well, you know, we don't care. You, you're just going to go, and we're going to give you all these medications, and we're going to completely fuck up your brain chemistry. And 20, 28 months in a yep. mental institution against his will before yep. someone said, Hey, maybe he's telling the truth. I, I just, it, again, this is like one of those nightmare scenarios, right? Like where you think, well, I mean, you like somebody makes a movie about it and you're like, well, I mean, that seems a little far fetched. Like somebody would be bound to figure out that you're not speaking really of, that person. This is the kind of shit that creates Joker. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure one of his three main backstories six, goes actually. pretty much the same. Oh, is it six? Six. Yes. Goes six. pretty much the same way. And they're all the and all six are within continuity. So because he gets asked, you know, which one's true, and he's like, "Well, if I have to have an origin, 
rather it be multiple choice. Right. Yeah. But I mean, this. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of thing that makes people put clown paint on their face and go, <laughs> and then oh. proceed to like blow up a fairy. This... So, so you see, I'm not crazy. I'm just ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Yeah. It's a... I, I love how they I, use he... the term. I love, I love how they use the term. Police mistook him for another man. Uh, not not no, police they... failed to identify, well, failed and... to confirm the identity of. What it what is Mistook. old fashioned police work? Somebody tell me what is old fashioned police work? Fucking I believe it has something to do with uh, investigate the investigative process. Investigating, you know, it's this how is much like, fucking investigation would it take to go? Uh, fuck, that's not him. Yeah, because again, the first guy, the guy they were looking for, had been arrested. That's why there was a there was a warrant out for him because he didn't show up for court, right? Like that's that's why that, that means existed. he had yeah. fingerprints in the system. So there were fingerprints in the system, and all they had to do was double check the fingerprints and go, nope, those aren't his fingerprints. Or look at this dude's ID and go, yep, that's him. That's clearly a state issued ID, which they should have the ability with no actual effort to verify is a real no, photo no, ID issued talking. by the state. We're talking 2017, 2018. Like they have photo ID. Yeah. Right? I mean photo confirmation. It, it's not hard. Facial recognition. Mm-hmm. I mean facial recognition. But now, now that you guys are nice and angry. Uh oh. Maryland <laughs> police uh-huh. officer convicted of rape is sentenced to home detention. <laughs> hold on. Hold mm. that. Hold that thing. Hold that thought. Hold that anger. A Baltimore County, Maryland police officer convicted of raping a woman and assaulting another was sentenced to home detention Monday after a judge found that there was, quote, no psychological injury in one of the cases. Hello. Check, check. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Oh, I I just... (laughs) Just... (laughs) I think Andrew and I had the same idea. Yeah, I I just, uh, (laughs) you know... I'm just saying there's an answer yes. for this uh, problem. Home detention after judge found that there was, quote, no psychological mm-hmm. injury in one of the mm-hmm. cases. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. As, sure. as if as if the judge, like, has a bar and is like, yeah. oh, your psychological injury chart. Oh, sorry, didn't reach the bar. Not yet. Uh, on this graph, it's, you're not quite not here like... for true psychological injury yeah. by like being... Psych- Fucking raped. raped. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's not like being raped or anything like that could produce any kind of long-lasting, I don't know, PTSD-like symptoms Uh, or anything like that. Yeah, Baltimore County Circuit Judge Keith Truffler suspended all but four years of a 15-year prison term and ordered the officer, Anthony Westerman, to serve it at home. In a statement to NBC News, Baltimore County State Attorney Scott Schellenberger said the sentence was, quote, not appropriate for a police officer who, quote, should know as well or better than others the reprehensibility of such an act. I mean, I have a solution (laughs) to this. Quote, I fear this could cause rape victims to hesitate to report the crimes if they do not feel like they will get justice. You fucking think? Exactly, uh, Liz. There's a, there's a good one. Liz says, who says the trauma won't present itself later? 
Oh, absolutely. If it hasn't already, it absolutely will. She's going to wake up some night and she's going to be in a cold sweat, yep. having fucking tremors and night terrors. She's going to have flashbacks. She's going to have na- nightmares. Yep. PTSD doesn't kick in right away. No, it doesn't. Not right? like, it doesn't. No, it, does, it doesn't kick in right away. It takes Sometimes it takes you know a week or, or whatever to develop. Sometimes it takes years to develop. I didn't really start experiencing PTSD until I quit drinking. Yeah, you know, I like drink drinking, suppressed it enough. Why do you think I fucking drink? Because I have fucking you know? PTSD and it helps. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just so, and it's not like you do. You don't develop like that. Doesn't start hitting you right away. Like you get maybe a little bit of hand tremor and shit. Um, even yes. with combat PTSD, which is what I have, you you still get a little bit of a tremor occasionally and mm-hmm. and things in in gunfights and shit. But it goes away, and you don't really worry about it much. You just you know you go, oh it's just nerves. Right. And yeah, listen then, for three years for her. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that uh, very interesting face wall. Seven, six, uh, two, three, no, no, seven, no, no, six, no. I want to see his face. I, I, mean, hey, I don't maybe, want them to face the wall. Use, hey, that, that Liz girl isn't using her gun anymore. Or the, uh, the, the, the cam model girls. Well, it wasn't her gun. Her gun it was yeah. a roommate's gun. Yeah, it was. It was her boyfriend's gun. Actually, is what it was. Yes. Yeah, uh, one of the three other residents in the home. That was their gun. Uh, I bet she's single now. <laughs> uh, All Westerman, I'm saying is, keep your rifle by your side. Westerman, uh, who had pleaded not guilty to charges of second degree rape, second degree assault, and other crimes, was convicted in August. He was arrested Dude, in 2000. With- he was arrested in 2019 after two women accused him of rape. In one case from 2017, a woman said that after she drank too much, Westerman offered her to arrange a Uber ride home. She told authorities that she passed out and awoke to him raping her at his house. What a surprise that a cop <sighs> wouldn't understand the idea of consent. <laughs> yeah, he was acquitted in the second rape, the Baltimore Sun reported, and convicted of forcefully kissing a third woman. Prosecutors had asked a Westerman to serve five to ten years in prison, but he received a lighter sentence after the judge removed the count of second-degree rape and found the victim had not suffered enough psychological injury. She was fucking raped! The judge needs to get the exact same treatment as the fucking cop. Uh, In a statement to Mm. WBAL, prosecutors challenged the finding, arguing that the judge himself had described what happened to the woman as, quote, maybe the most traumatic moment of her life and you pointing out think? that she had been to therapy. I, she was fucking raped. Of course it was. What the fuck? A lawyer for Westerman, Brian Thompson, said in an email that his client was, quote, relieved that the judge had ordered home confinement. Of course well, he fucking was. He's a fucking pig and a piece of shit. Hold on. Quote, we believe that the verdict was against the weight of the evidence. This was a, quote, he said, she said case in which everyone was intoxicated. Then, so he admits that he was driving, that a cop was driving while drunk. And then drunkenly raped people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Westerman, who joined the department in 2013, was placed on an unpaid suspension after being charged, was fired after his sentencing, a department spokesman said. In a statement, Police Chief Melissa Hyatt pointed to the department's own investigation of Westerman as, quote, an example of our commitment to holding individuals responsible for their actions. He got fucking house arrest for committing rape. 
God damn it. I just, oh my goodness. The phrase just, human I, oh. sashimi occurs to me. I just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that like the judge is the arbiter of what is enough psychological abuse to dictate a worthy charge just. on somebody. Right. As, as if, as, as if like, as if like, the law is supposed to be A or B, right? It's supposed to be you either did something or you didn't do it, right? Yeah. No. Now, now the law is completely subjective. Well, and because not only the, that, because but the, well, the, when, because when the start... judge's subjective opinion dictated guilt in this case. Let that sing. The judge's subjective opinion dictated guilt or not guilt. In this case, or the degree of guilt, I think would be the better. No, no, he removed the second degree rape charge, not lessened it, removed it. He just he just declared that it didn't happen. Yes, whether whether he was guilty or not. Ah. Even after see what that's infuriating because he the piece of shit pig actually admitted to committing that heinous act of violence. I. You know, that was something that was actually, I remember hearing that when you were reading it. Oh, you feel, is your blood pressure up? You feel it? My blood we pressure need, is way move. up right now. Your, your, fa to, your face is getting a little red. We need to move to a new topic. Police association asked violate to Brandenburg. stop filming and start I helping think, when officers are attacked. No, Brand I don't or, think I will. I'm, I'm pretty sure I already have violated Brandenburg. Just saying. Oh. It's. Oh, we're still live on YouTube. I'm, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, I'm just saying, actually. Hold up. Yeah. The National Police Association is calling on bystanders to step in and help if they see an officer being assaulted rather than filming on their mo mobile phones, quote, in the pursuit of likes and attention. Nope. I don't think I will. Thousands of I officers will... are being assaulted <laughs> no, on the job each month, and police are growing increasingly frustrated with witnesses pulling out their phones rather than lending a hand. As it Quote, should be. This year, over 50,000 law enforcement officers have been assaulted while on duty, a clip released by the association says. Quote, the vast number of these attacks were filmed and uploaded to social media in pursuit of likes and attention, the video claims. Or maybe it's fucking police accountability because <laughs> nobody else will hold you fucking accountable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. these, these we're supposed to help the same people that per scudis have ruled that police have no obligation yeah, to help. No obligation. Protect us. Yeah. And they haven't just ruled that once. Remember, they haven't just ruled that once. Uh, they've ruled that think, at least three major times. I think a dozen uh, four. times, actually. No, four it's, major no, cases. Four, four, major, yeah, four cases. major cases. Four SCOTUS yeah. cases. Yeah, that have all said. They just, they just recently ruled it in no the, the Stoneman's high school. The Stoneman's shooting. That's, who, that's yes, one of them. The, parents, yeah, parents, parents v. Broward uh, County. Yeah, the parents of uh, Victoria Stoneman Douglas High School v. Uh, Broward County Sheriff. And that one even goes further. It's because important they had to a know. contract. Yes, that one even goes further than previous rulings. Because previous rulings said that unless a pre-existing agreement between the police and whoever is the victim existed, police were under absolutely no obligation to provide any assistance of any kind to anyone. The Broward County decision said that even if a pre-existing agreement exists, mm -hmm. 
police are still under no obligation to provide any assistance of any kind to anyone at all, which means as happened uh, a few years ago when there was a serial killer running around stabbing a bunch of people in the New York uh, metro system. A guy, the uh, serial killer was attacking a guy. He was being stabbed repeatedly. He was fighting uh, on back. The, on the subway, right? That yep, was on, on the subway. subway. And, and two Multiple. officers, two officers yeah. on the other side of the door stood there and watched. Watched the guy get attacked. Watched the guy get stabbed. Watched him go down. Watched the killer walk off the train and then open that door and, and applied medical aid. No, no, the they, they didn't wait for him to kill him. He actually fought back enough to subdue the killer oh, yeah, himself. The, yeah, the, he the beat guy, the, the fuck out yeah. of the killer himself. But the, kill, the killer then walked off the train. Him. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. he beat the shit out of the killer, got away from him, and then they stepped in. After the victim had saved himself, Yes. that is when yes. they and stepped then, in yeah. Because, well, I don't want to get stabbed. And the yeah. dude sued the metro system, it, and the New York court said, nope, isn't they're the not Heller under decision, any obligation. Isn't the Heller decision based on this also? Um, no. I, I think the, the Heller right might use it as part of it. Yeah, I think Heller might I use think it as part, part of it. Yeah, yeah maybe. It, it, I think it points to that and says, well, based on the oh. fact that police are under no obligation and, to protect you, right, they're um, for. Fun, fun fact, the first case that we all, that we all mentioned when about police not having duty to protect DC uh, was Warren versus District of Columbia was not a SCOTUS case that was determined at the district level and the appellate court threw it out throughout any appeal and then SCOTUS threw it out again. So it was actually decided Uh, at the district level. There was a case here in Alameda. No one is coming. There was a case here in Alameda about that. There was a case uh, that the Castle Rock, uh, Castle Rock v. Gonzalez, or Gonzalez v. Castle Rock. Uh, yeah, that's that's and a then, terrifying uh, one if you ever read through that one. Yeah, yeah. and then DeShaney v. Winnebago. Oh. Oh, yep. Yeah, Winnebago, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no one is coming. It's up to you. There's another yep. patch I have on the way that says expect to self-rescue. Yes. Um, yep. This week, an NYPD officer was pulled to the ground and choked by an attacker inside a Target store on Tuesday. Footage cool. shared by the New York Police Benevolence Association shows the pair wrestling as shoppers watched on with the officer being punched in the face at one point. It's hilarious. I mean, that Ooh. dude is wailing on that Oh, guy. yeah. I mean, he, he hits it yes, hard. All right. Um, hard. Uh, New York City uh, Police Benevolence Association President Patrick Lynch shared a statement condemning the bystanders for failing to step in. Well. Quote, we have a police officer in distress and nobody helps him, the video caption read. Quote, is this the city we nobody want? fucking trust you that quote is this the city we want has this become normal it has to stop we need your help that is absolutely the maybe stop being a fucking tyrant and people <laughs> yeah. will actually give a shit about yeah, what happens that's, to you. that's yeah. actually the fucking city i want are you kidding me you're nypd right? i hope he beats your ass <laughs> well, we all know what nypd stands for right yeah knock your punk ass down yeah, that's the NYPD oh and the LAPD are like the two most corrupt outside of outside of Louisiana. The two most corrupt Dude, no, police San, departments, San Francisco, right? We've been having these uh, those flash mobs and the um, um, the the grab and goes, right? The smash and grabs and the flash mobs here like really badly. They smashed uh, into a cannabis dispensary and stole a shit ton of product. The police pull up 
and it, it's it's all on security camera. Police pull up and shine the light on the getaway car as the guys come out of the cannabis dispensary. Fumble, pick up the product, put it in the car, execute a three-point turn, and drive away. <laughs> if you ever needed a reason to go, police are useless. Why the there's fuck like, do we have them at all? There's that like, right there's there. like. Right there's there. like 40 it's like 47 seconds of video from like when the police pull up until the tail lights in the car drive out of the security camera there i mean and this is the thing this is this is how cops behave right this is what cops mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. if you are still under the impression the cops are andy griffith i have very bad news for you they absolutely yes. fucking are not they are barney fife except they care even less about people like yes, Barney right. at hold least on, cared on. a little bit. The National These Police Association, don't. Yeah, the police National Police Association witnessed to a police assault called 911 and then ask the officer if they need assistance. Only if nope. the officer declines help should you start filming. Quote, be a good witness, law enforcement expert Mike Solon said in the video. Fuck you. My response to that is when they start asking for statements, I didn't see shit. Isn't it interesting, though? Isn't it interesting that they want you to be a good witness for if the cop is getting attacked, but if the cops but, are beating but not an not if the cop is yeah, but not if the cop is you know beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah, then they don't want you to film, and they want well, you just oh just go away, don't interfere. Then they'll find any and every opportunity they can to fuck with not you. Not only that, not only that, but they'll arrest you. Yeah, in a lot of cases, or they'll find you in a lot of cases, or they'll say you're you're interfering with their investigation yep and they'll, they try, to confiscate, or they'll try to confiscate your phone yep yep they love to use that one yes so that brings us up now that we're all it's all i can up. think is all i can think i can't read it oh that's yeah my fucking lights so it's the and i'll whisper no and i'll whisper with rorschach no. Yep. Yes. They'll say, help us, help us. And I'll whisper, no. No. GFY, bitches. Yeah. Are you kidding me? If You're I watch. On your own. You know, there was a time back when I was like a neocon, right? When I first got out of the army and shit, and I was a neocon. And like, I I was like, why, why aren't people helping these cops? Why aren't people, you know, with people running and stuff, trying to like kind of get in their way and help help the cops stop these people. And now. I cheer them on and I go, run, run, you beautiful bastard. Go. <laughs> I love the, I love the videos of people getting away. <laughs> yeah. The motorcycle ones that are all over Reddit are fucking like, glorious. Where yes, the like, there's the one where the guy turns around and looks at the motor or looks at the, the cop car while he's on the motorcycle and the guy's got his lights on and he shakes his head, flips him off and then downshifts, drop a gear, disappear, motherfucker. And he's <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Peace out, bitches. Yeah, he's yep. like, and bye. <laughs> uh, every once, in, every once in a while, I do want them to catch someone. Like, did you see the video about the uh, the alleged rapist in the hotel room the other night? Oh yeah, where he ricochets <laughs> off. It looks like a cartoon. The way it's like, <laughs> and like fires like, him back into the room, takes off, and he's like, he runs and tries to jump through a six-story window. <laughs> just, the just only bounced. thing better Completely than him just... bouncing off the glass is if he'd have gone through the that, glass. That was that was my line. I said something to the effect of the only thing the only thing better than having him go through that window and letting Darwin take over is is watching him bounce off of it like, like a cartoon. <laughs> it was fucking <laughs> and, and hilarious. Then it, and then he gets tased. 
Yeah, I mean, but don't just the way the window, you can see the window flex and then go boop and just yeah, fire yep. him back into the yeah, room. It was a hurricane window. <laughs> it, was the, it was the six story hurricane window. Oh, that's not no, I, will, that, I mean, you know, and that's that's fucking hilarious. And like when it's somebody like that, right? Somebody who's created actual victims. So it's it's an actual like like the cop that got off with fucking home confinement or a cop who raped someone and then got home confinement or it's you know somebody somebody who committed rape somebody who committed murder somebody who committed assault like if it's them i don't want them to get away i want them to face justice but they have actual they have actual victims they have actual fucking actual crime like we're not talking like we're not we're not talking people in, in target that aren't wearing masks right we're not we're not talking like you know potheads right yeah. like actual fucking victims like rapists murderers assaulters these people here in the bay area doing the fucking Pedophiles. smashing grabs yeah but even them i don't want to see the cops arrest them i want to see them get their comeuppance from the citizenry because the state is the worst possible arbiter of justice as demonstrated by the cop who raped people and then got house arrest this state versus versus a guy whose case I've been following for ages. I know you guys have too, where he's on death row and didn't commit any fucking crime. Uh, that's the mm-hmm. guy in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, it just, it just got committed, uh, commuted to uh life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, I've been donating to the, the campaign for that, um, for like about, a there's year another, there's another guy in, uh, in Baltimore or not Baltimore. Um, I think, I think it was, I think it was, uh, God, I do think it was Baltimore, but either way, he served like 43 years, 43 years. And then got exonerated because the evidence, like they, they, like the innocence project stepped in, like served 43 years. Mm -hmm. The innocence project stepped in and it's like, Hey, he didn't do this. And then the courts go, Oh shit. Yeah. He didn't do this. Okay. You're off. You're exonerated. And then the court goes, Oh, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, but we're not going to give you any money. Or well, there's the one guy who got what twenty three thousand dollars for like Something forty like years being in prison. Um, he got yeah, twenty three grand. But the the most recent guy, uh, somebody put up a GoFundMe for him, and it's over a million dollars right now. Good, excellent, good. So, and that's but, that's charity money, which is technically not taxable. Again, otherwise I would otherwise I Missouri. Would, yeah, thanks, Scott. Yeah, it was in Missouri. Okay, um, but otherwise, I mean, I would support. I support the death penalty if they're truly guilty. And I think the vigilante justice is the only way you can achieve true justice. So I'm good with rapists. I'm good with murderers being hunted down and fucking slaughtered blood eagled in a fucking public square. I'm good with that. I'm resisting mm-hmm. the urge to make a Kyle Rittenhouse joke. And I'm-, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. Right. I'm okay with that. But and I don't think anybody who I actually wants think- to see justice would disagree with that. Anybody yeah. who, I mean, if, they, if there's absolutely no shadow of any doubt whatsoever that this person over here committed that rape or committed that uh, murder or something like that, absolutely, they should be dragged out into the public square and executed on the spot. Yeah, I'm, I am fine with that. What I'm not okay with is the state doing it because the state is such a shitty, unbelievably shitty arbiter of justice they cannot possibly determine right from wrong they cannot possibly determine guilt in any kind of objective actual way people individuals they can be intelligent and discerning because justice should not be subjective to a person's opinion no No. justice justice according to the you know or if we're going to use the term let's use the, the term the law right because justice and the law are different things but if there's a law if the law exists it shouldn't be subjective. 
right? It, no. sh- it, it shouldn't be, subject- should be no... subjective to some to some judge's arbitrary opinion of psychological damage. Yeah. Either well, you not broke even it that. or you I didn't. Ninety percent of the laws on the books currently have a officer's discretion clause attached to it too, which is fucking ridiculous again. Yeah, right. Because and a lot of, and a lot of them, are, and we talked about before about a lot of them are contradictory. Oh yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, you know, when, but, but I mean, that's the thing is, is even in cases where somebody is incredibly guilty or somebody is incredibly innocent and very transparently so, like Kyle Rittenhouse, where it's very clearly self defense, where it's very the, obvious Crystal, that he was attacked. Um, oh, uh, Crystal Kaiser, Crystal Kaiser, Crystal Kaiser, yeah, that's also in Kenosha here in Wisconsin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she, mur- she murdered her sexual abuser who is sexually trafficking her she killed him to get away and now she's facing murder charges for oh, and she burned is, his house down which was fucking yeah, amazing which is yeah which is excellent i'm all for like i this chick is amazing like street, no this chick justice. is a fucking hero this chick should be applauded for standing up and defeating yep. that but instead the state is going after her um to an- to answer you uh what caliber that is that is an 88 millimeter german world war ii round so the kind that the 88s and the uh tiger uh tiger ones fired that's that's actually a tiger i think, um, this, is my, the, I think this, this is my son's oops. first times ever watching the podcast okay yeah the the bands here uh on the the round there uh that indicates that it is an armor piercing shell no, it's it's inert, but yeah, that's the shell. I, yeah, I that's, also see that that's he's an your enabler, Jason, because he's goading you into telling your Cal Rittenhouse joke. Oh, he is my son. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that brings us to the next article that people in Minneapolis are calling each other instead of cops. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, the way it fucking should don't be. call the fucking police one again so, the police are under no obligation to protect you and two if you're calling the police for some sort of help because somebody's in some sort of distress guess what the cops tend to do when somebody's having a mental health issue and you call the police them. they fucking they kill them fuck, yep they tend to fucking and, and execute the dog. them and the dog and the dog and, the and dog. their caretaker in the case of that one poor uh caretaker for that um autistic yep. guy in right. florida um, i'm joining you jason on so. the joiner dive this is a this is a vice article so it's a little wordy oh but. man now and now i'm the, the odd man out hang on this isn't fair this isn't this isn't <laughs> this is switch switch to the boot to the boot flag the, um, to be fair both of these patches are created by the same guy so it's i'm yeah. still i'm still promoing his stuff that's yeah. uh there we go is that okay. one pbc yeah. andrew no no this one's this one's sound okay yeah, Mine's sewn also. Mine's sewn too. I was just making sure that uh, I think one in PVC would be awesome. The one from uh, what's this? Boog Boogie seventy nine. Yep. Boog Boogie Boogie seventy nine. This is this is the the TPU, the actual um, the rubber. Yes. Yep. One. Those are nice ones. Uh, For nearly two decades, Jason Soul had used his time and energy as a local organizer fighting against racist policing in the city of St. Paul, Minnesota. But even after a brief stint working with within Mayor Melvin Carter's office, he says his community continued to suffer under an all-too-familiar status quo. Last year, uh-huh. as buildings burned around him during demonstrations against the police murder of George Floyd, 
Sol found himself on the street answering calls from community members who needed support during the uprise. Quote, it was madness, he told Motherboard. Within days, Sol's trusted friend and organizer, uh, Signe Herity, uh, prompted the formation of a small group of longtime local organizers to streamline communication and facilitate mutual aid during the uprising. Quote, we were just saying, let's start figuring out how do we love and support our community no matter what's going on. And that was the start of it. Well, yeah, Minneapolis is, you know, one of the Twin Cities, right? There's Minneapolis and uh, St. Paul. Uh, Minneapolis is one of the places where, I mean, that's where the George Floyd riots started. That's also where Philando Castile was killed. Wait, was it? Uh, that might have been St. Oh, don't and don't forget, the, what's her name? No. Damon. Uh, Damon. The, yeah, the woman, she called the cops, and when they showed up, she went out to try to tell them what was going on, and the fucker just blasted her out the yeah. window of the spot. Yeah, and that's that's about uh, two hours north of me, right around yeah. two hours north of me. Yeah. What emerged from the chaotic uprising was an initiative called Relationships Evolving Possibilities, or REP, uh, an abolitionist black liberty project that organizes communities to resolve conflict and help each other and hopes to make the police intervention obsolete and unnecessary. Sign that is that is a, yes. a beautiful set yes. of the uh, beautiful set of uh, words. Abolitionist Black Liberatory Project that organizes communities to resolve con- resolve conflicts and help each other. Yes. That Instead is of aiming, aiming to make police intervention obsolete. Oh, this, this gets so good. Which Instead of relying be. on coercive violence from police and prisons, rep advocates a vision of public safety where communities solve their own problems by showing up for each other using the skills and resources they truly need. To put this into practice, rep helps organize people in what they call pods, groups of residents typically already loosely in community uh, with each other, we we would call themselves. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, though ongoing trainings, rep teaches pods or cells how to de-escalate situations, provide peer-to-peer mental health support, and practice other forms of transformative justice. Are you kidding? People- do you know? Do you know how many people, even just uh, community outreach programs from churches? that mm-hmm. focus on endangered yep. youth, people who, who mm-hmm. are already getting into gangs and things, how much good those organizations have already done in so many inner cities. Actually, interestingly, uh, one of the big ones that's actually associated with this, I actually know one of the guys who runs this. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, used to, um, back when I was really involved with the church, I used to go up there periodically. His church is actually a huge one in Minneapolis. And they have this giant youth group room. It's it's super great. And he does a lot of this outreach. He's actually directly involved in this. And he's already helped pull, um, as of a couple of years ago, the last time that he kind of, we he and I talked, um, more than 50 uh, at-risk youths out of gang life and gotten them onto a path of of an actual productive life where they're they're trying to be uh community improvers rather than just you know maintaining the status quo of gang violence and, yeah. and things um, it's, it's huge so having all these people just in communities just going hey we don't need these motherfuckers we can just work with each other yeah. is huge yeah uh if people in a particular housing complex go through conflict resolution training for example they could more easily address like a noise complaint by communicating with each other face to face rather than calling the police 
this is, goes back to what we've been saying for years. Talk to your neighbors, people. Yeah, know your neighbors. Just know your neighbors. Know your neighbors. Understand yeah. them. Uh, the pods establish connections across a diverse range of communities with different experiences. Soul, who is formerly incarcerated and currently a professor, uh, is in pods with students and incarcerated people. Another core member, Roxanne Anderson, is linked up with musicians and LGBTQ communities, while Herodi organizes with uh, BIPOC, LGBT plus artists, advocates, and healers to support community with respite and retreat on a farm. Right. Yeah. Not every crisis yeah. or problem can be addressed by a pod network. However, in June 2021, Rep rolled out a hotline called Revolutionary Emergency Partners that responds to, quote, nonviolent emergencies. Uh, nonviolent emergency calls on Friday and Saturday evenings from 7 p.m. to midnight. Thanks to funding from grants and donations, the group can train volunteers to handle things like noise complaints, mental health crises, neighbor disputes, and to refer people to other community services. You Eventually, know how Rep hopes that. to respond to calls dealing with domestic abuse, medical crisis, and anything involving active violence. You know how important that it, like, just that 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 conflict resolution of just like mm -hmm. somebody who knows how to talk people, well, you know, talk stuff out and be like, "Hey, you know, you're you're here, you're here," just, like that. Uh, that can transform moments that are otherwise going to keep escalating. Well, just yeah, one that's, person that's, that's who shows is, up. If if you have if you have you know. A and B, you know, they're both angry, they're both upset, they're both uh, emotionally, the, the adrenaline is up, and a person comes in with a calm demeanor and a calm voice says, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Oh, no problem. Let's let's figure this out. Let's let's talk. Let's communicate and figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah. Right? When, that's, when that's I... Huge. But not, not only that, but, like, when you call the police, police are not taught to – I mean, of course, they're, they're, they're taught according to – you know, they're taught de-escalation tactics. Yeah, but talk. what really police are is is their their de-escalation tactics are a part of their force compliance training. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. So it cop they, they increase situation. force in order to get you to de-escalate. Yeah, well, yeah. A, a cop comes into that situation where two people are angry and yelling at each other, right? Well, the cop, through his training, doesn't come into that with a calm demeanor. The cop comes into that with an escalated adrenaline, with an escalated mm -hmm. force tactic. And wants to force these people into compliance. Well, yeah, instead and he's of, probably, of and that that's that's their version of de-escalation training. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he's. I mean, we we can see that we can see the result of that um, in the that video. And I know it's controversial. And I don't really give a shit what anybody's opinion is. That's not the topic. But the that video from Texas, where the guy shows up at his ex's house with her new boyfriend, looking for his daughter, who he's supposed to have, you know, as of three fifteen, and. It's now like 530, 6 o'clock. No one's, you know, nobody's coming. You know, he hasn't seen his kid. Mm -hmm. And the boyfriend leaves the situation, grabs a gun, a PCC, her. brings it back to the um, to the situation, which immediately escalates it. Remember this guy? I mean, up to that point, he hadn't been violent, nothing else. He introduces a gun to the situation. The guy gets in his face. He fires at his feet. The guy tries to grab the gun. He withdraws from the guy, and then he proceeds to put two rounds into his chest and kills this poor kid's father. Sorry, yep. I'm showing that to my son. <laughs> but, like, that's... Oh, yeah, that... But, but that's, like, that situation is what cops do every single time they come from mm -hmm. outside the situation they show up armed and they immediately escalate it because it's an armed individual in the conflict well not only immediately that, they they have 
most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, they have no involvement in the community. They have no ties to the community, right? Yep. Their, their experiences within the community are a part of their nine to five or swing ship well, or overnight. Well, yeah, or I mean, when you, even in a small, t- small community like the one that I live in, um, we have three full time cops. Uh, one is the chief of police, and he's the only one of the three that actually lives in the community. The rest of them live about a half hour away. Yeah, they they don't participate in the. I mean, gone again. Like I said earlier in the tonight's podcast, gone in are the days of Andy Griffith, the guy who lives in the community and knows everybody and interacts mm-hmm. with them, and is you know, and so he understands people and he understands. Oh, this guy's just the town drunk. He's not actually causing trouble. We'll throw him in the drunk tank overnight. He'll be fine. Like gone are the days of that, and now they're all Barney Fife's on coke. Maybe literally. Yeah, like they're they're all on if Barney if Barney Fife had taken cocaine and steroids. <laughs> that's that's what the cops are now. Well, and I, had lived outside of the community cuz remember even Barney Fife lived in town. He lived in Mayberry. So imagine mm-hmm. if Barney Fife lived 25 to 30 minutes outside of town outside of Mayberry, mm-hmm. came into town solely for work. He knew none of these people. He wanted nothing to do with any of these people. He didn't care. And he also did a shit ton of cocaine and steroids. That is what a cop in the United States is now. Well, yeah, let's not let's not also misplace the training that they have. Who who trains them? Who trains the police these days? Right? They're they're Mossad. They you know they they, they train with like army rangers and green berets rangers, and well, special yeah. forces a lot yeah, of it is forces. uh that that goes along with the whole warrior um, cop mythos that they've adopted mm-hmm. yeah and not only that not only with the, the mythos that there's like they're a warrior cop but the the belief that there actually is a war on cops right as if it started on the civilian side and not like with the war on drugs. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, they have guys, you know, and, and I've, I've told the story in a couple of podcasts I've been on and stuff, but I, I trained the, the Reno Nevada SWAT team years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. I helped train them and get them to a higher standard of, of, uh, action ability. Um, they were, you know, they were garbage uh, <laughs> and I trained them and, you know, and that's something, you know, that's part of that, that yeah. former life that I regret and stuff. But remember I was a contractor. I was a beret. Like what I did was combat. I did killing people. I did this stuff. Like I didn't worry about de-escalation. It was escalation of violence to deadly force every single time, all the time. That's all we worried about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up monkey. And uh, on oh, that yeah. note, on, on that note, the next paragraph in the article, despite popular claims to the contrary, such cases only compromise a tiny portion of police calls uh, that they respond to. According to a 2019 study, police officers currently spend only about 4% of their time addressing violent crime. Another 40% of their time is spent on traffic enforcement. Or beating their wives. Or being their wives. No, that's uh, abolition- off-duty. That's all off-duty yeah. stuff. That... Uh, abolitionist groups like Rep have criticized... You're muted, Andrew. Oh, once they get done abusing everybody else... They go home, they and, go abuse home and they abuse their wives. Or yeah. husbands. Or husbands. I know a couple right. of female cops hey, that have been... Uh... I know some male cops who might be gay. Like, you know, I'm not here to judge, man. 2021. 
2021. Yeah. Um, abolitionist groups like Rep have criticized police departments for amassing enormous power and resources. That is your 1099 program. Uh, yeah, doing yeah. nothing to prevent harm in their communities or address its root cause. Quote, Rep doesn't profess or claim to be the situ- uh, solution to all harm and trauma facing and circulating in the community. We lean on abolitionists past and present who also didn't have the perfect next step plan, but nonetheless fought like hell for us. You know, that uh, as they're talking about here, amassing enormous power and resources and whatnot, that makes me think of, I know you guys have seen the uh, Waco miniseries. And at the end where they talk about the the uh, tactical team for uh, the FBI getting an additional like X million dollars uh, for their budget because of what mm-hmm. happened at Waco. Yeah, because they had to call in the National Guard to drive tanks through someone's house. Yes, nobody is coming for your guns, but the building is on fire. Yeah. Don't forget that nothing that the Branch Davidians did, regardless of how you feel about the Branch Davidians, nothing they did when it comes to the guns, which is allegedly why the ATF and the fucking FBI were there. Nothing to do with that was illegal. I picked up that patch from my Southern Tactical. They were, in fact, incredibly careful to observe the law at all points. Yes. Uh, many of the groups are non-profits who claim to approach violence as a public health issue with a treatment that involves training outreach teams uh, composed of people who are well-respected or trusted within the particular community. The teams are instructed to identify and provide support for individuals and groups deemed high risk of violence and provide rapid response at the scene of a incident to de-escalate conflict. Right? So this is just... Uh, <sighs> We've, we've gone over this before in the, in the, the anarchist community, uh, freedom cells, right? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's essentially what this is. This is pods, freedom cells. Um, there's also um, uh, the app cell 411, which is the same sort of thing. Um, well, enhanced, and- enhanced neighborhood watch in, in, in Southern Oregon last year or no, Southern Oregon, year before that, they had a huge budget cuts um, and some sheriff's departments couldn't provide uh, 24-7 coverage so they had officers that would work nine to five and they'd be off and neighborhoods communities like little towns created their own enhanced neighborhood watch program where they had people out you know walking the street knocking on doors talking to people like that's all that's all that this is and it's it's absolutely fantastic i love and you know this idea we always as anarchists we always get asked that question well without the cops who would do x y or z right here (laughs) This is exactly what we're getting at. Without the cops, there'd be a lot more dogs running around. Without the cops, you would take it. And that's that's the biggest argument that we ever get, right? Mm-hmm. To, to you should be free. You, you should not have to worry about the government. The biggest argument we get is, well, no, I shouldn't be free. I can't be trusted with freedom oh, because Jesus I don't want Christ. that responsibility. <laughs> I hate that so much. We yeah. should be free. And somebody goes, uh, no, we need the police to oppress us and shoot our dogs and <laughs> but it's because i mean Come you on. know and and i'll ask people like when people say that and they'll be like well but what about these these rapists and murderers and well okay well are you are you planning on becoming a rapist or murderer and remember there has been like there have been major celebrities in the libertarian movement who have said well if there was no government 
I would go out and rob people and rape people and do all these horrible things. Well, that's an indictment of you, not of freedom. I, to be fair, some of those were made in jest. But well, there, when, there, when, are, uh, there are people that there not, are people that don't actual mean that when they said it. Though. Yeah, when, when Peterson said it, he he was. I don't think he was kidding. I don't think that was in jest. I think he actually he's meant not, like he's not a member of the liberty community oh, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, not so much anymore. But he was at the time. At least he was pretending yes. to be. And pretending. and well, I mean, he, to be to be fair, the libertarians right, and Gary Johnson and Bill Weld. So yeah, it's and they chose Joe Jorgensen over Spike. You my boy Spike. but like yeah they i mean this is this is exactly the kind of shit yeah to to answer the the comment yeah this is exactly the kind of shit um that our forefathers were horrified about i told you he's my son (laughs) yeah clearly this is exactly it this is look at look at the number the number of mraps the number of of armored vehicles and tanks and machine guns and grenade launchers and all of this stuff oh, to, that, to that American I mean, police get through that program from the government, all of this stuff that they get handed, including CS gas, which by the way is a war crime to war use crime in the theater. The uh-huh. Yeah, it's specifically banned by the Geneva Convention. It's a war crime to use in a combat zone, but if you use it on your own citizens, eh, like and it's it's crowd control. To, that's why, and that, that is why so many rebel groups petition to be recognized by the the international community as rebel groups because if they are truly recognized as a rebel group and not just in a a local insurgency if they're truly recognized as rebels then the geneva convention applies yeah it's also another reason to learn about asymmetrical warfare Mm. and uh maybe purchase some uh and and there's cbrn or ncb uh mira yeah, just saying, Mira, MIRA, go look it up. Well, and to to compound on what Andrew said, when you live in a county like I do, uh, the county I live in has a total population of twenty thousand people, and those twenty thousand people, for those twenty thousand people, there are two MRAPs, and I think it's uh, like fifty automatic weapons. In the hands of the police, they probably got some two or three launchers and all sorts of fun stuff. Oh yeah, for twenty because they can get it people. for free, right? Why have we not founded people. our own our own uh, city yet, and then just found our own police department? Been like, hey, I'd like some of your grenade launchers, please. None of us have won the none lottery. Of us have won the lottery and yet. We can't get enough people to you know support the GoFundMe. No. All right. Okay. 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 All right. We gotta get. We gotta get on this funny one before we get on the last one. You guys remember that article the other day about the firefighter who was handed the vaccine non-compliance letter? Yeah, and and wiped his ass with it. And he literally wiped his ass with it and then dropped it in front of him. Yeah, and there was actually shit on it. That's the best part. Like, there's actually shit on this thing. And he's like, here you go. Horrified (laughs) firefighters demand action after co-worker wiped buttocks with the vaccine non-compliance letter, says the LA Times report. This must be the fun one that you see that. that, that you see that again, again. Confirmation, confirmation. This is my son. Definitely. <laughs> just, yeah. just throwing that out there. Yeah. There's. I actually have uh, now. I've actually obtained a patch. That thing works pretty well. Yes. 
see my uh, oh my appeal to heaven patches on my other hat. So sorry, it's that one that that particular one I actually got because uh, what I would love to found come the boog um, is the uh, People's Republic of the Northwoods. Great go. seal of the state of Jefferson. Yep. yep, it's one of my one of my favorite patches. And you remember how American audiences oh. cheered about uh, the state of Jones and that movie. And they loved they, it and everything no, else. They cheer for the state of Jones. They cheer for Katniss and 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 um um Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker V V V. Yeah, they cheer. They cheer for the rebels all the time. But uh... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Toilet paper shortage. Just use a non-compliance letter. Use a non-compliance Los, letter. Los Angeles firefighters under investigation after they quote responded inappropriately. To a vaccine non-compliance letter, a department spokesman said Wednesday in the LA Times report. The unnamed firefighter has received the letter after not complying with the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The LAFD member allegedly responded by, quote, dropping his pants and wiping his buttocks with the letter. (laughs) That is is some fucking BDE right there. Hold on. BDE is hell. The group (laughs) said that the man left fecal matter on the document. And their statement reportedly included a photo of a man holding what appeared to be a discolored document. That is amazing. He literally, literally wiped his ass. An LAFPD captain and chief officer witnessed the incident in the fire station in the Pacific Palisades in West Los Angeles. Quote, the department is aware of the seriousness of the allegations and took immediate action upon learning of this incident. Seriousness of the allegations? (laughs) Are you afraid you're going to get pink eye from the letter? She asked that the firefighters (laughs) will pay the administrative leave and, quote, will face the consequences of any inappropriate acts. The concept. I don't think he you can drop trow and shit on the street in most in most Californian <laughs> cities. What the fuck did he actually do to violate the law? <laughs> oh, in a statement to the paper, they said they were quote sickened and disgusted by the horrific display of unprofessionalism, which they described <laughs> as a quote terminable offense. Oh fuck you, you mother! Pretty much, the group, fuck off. The group called on the mayor, city council, and fire commission to quote take swift and immediate action to deter any city employee from feeling entitled and not encouraged but empowered to behave in such an embarrassing and threatening manner. Are you kidding me? He basically walked in and flopped his dick out on your desk and said, yeah. fuck you, bitches. <laughs> this oh is th- that dude. You know, there are there are cities. And, uh, Los, and Angeles, Los Angeles mayor said that, that 77 workers his, are on unpaid leave. Too. Yeah, Los Angeles mayor said that 77 workers are on unpaid leave after refusing to sign their notices. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, we're going to write strongly worded letters of reprimand for that. And he's the like, guy, the guy literally, the guy literally it. took the vaccine mandate non-compliance letter. Goes, oh. What is this? Oh, here's what I think of this. <laughs> Literally wiped his ass and got shit on the paper, which 
is another question I don't want to yeah, answer. There, there's some, that was there's planned. Some personal... That was planned. No, 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 yeah, no. I that mean, was planned. He shit that so. morning, did in not front, wipe on purpose, front, drove to the of, office, in front and of wiped fire his captain, ass. In front of a fire captain and the chief. That's that is a glorious moment. That is like if there's a photo that exists, that man has printed it and oh, it. like I yeah. know I would. I want. I want that video. I want the image. I want the I want the, the 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 video of him doing that superimposed on the American flag waving behind him <laughs> and a oh, say, can you see screeching across the screen. <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> Toby Keith on the background on guitar. The, the oh, crying a, a crying just, native. Just hand killed in the corner giving the salute. Yeah, just <laughs> god damn, sir. Are you kidding me? Like John Wayne would have been like you. You <sighs> my guy. I want, you. I want I want you know, Rocco. I want Rocco from Boondock Saints to narrate that video. That would be fucking That amazing. would be awesome. That'd be fucking amazing. You know, Andrew, I know you're drinking over there, Jason. I know you only have water, but I am going to raise a drink to this man. Cheers to that, it. bro. Cheers oh, to that, absolutely. bro. Slancha. Fucking Chad, man. Absolute fucking Chad. That is, that is, like, how do you fight fires with balls that have got to get in the way of your walking that much? Without, without them superheating, because they're obviously steel, and steel is a huge yeah, retention. Like, just not even brass, man. We're, we're at steel with those. Yeah, brass is. melts. Just remember that. Brass melts, but, like, yeah, steel... That, you know, good lord, bro. I, like, you, you know, at this point, you almost have to admit he, he's walking around with tungsten carbide so, balls. So, what we're saying is, uh, COVID mandates don't melt steel balls. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that might be the title, the podcast title. I will straight up tower seven your fucking COVID mandate. Oh, okay. my goodness. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave from Poppins, if you're watching this, I want to see a, a patch come out I just, like, of a, a firefighter, firefighter wiping his ass yeah, with a COVID like, oh, letter. A firefighter with, like, his 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 firefighter pants, like, with the suspenders, like, kind of hanging down, and he, there's a paper back there. Sticking that says covid Letters, yeah, and and like, like it, and it just says, and it just says something about this is what I think of your COVID mandates or COVID mandates. That that yep. would be great. Like just F, and then you know you don't you could even censor it. Just F, and then a bunch of the symbols, your COVID mandate, and that that would be glorious. Or, or you could even just say F your COVID jab. Leave it at that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. That is, Jesus. I mean, seriously, that is like. And the, I mean, and, okay. <laughs> the the best part, the best part. I have to say that the best part is that other firefighters complained and called the act sickened and disgusted by the horrific display of unprofessionalism, and then they told. <laughs> to take swift and immediate action to deter any city employee from feeling entitled and not encouraged but empowered to behave in such an embarrassing and threatening manner. A threat? See, and that's the shit they keep pulling, right? With the, oh, I see what you did there. They, they oh. pulled that shit with, the, the fucking, with Phoenix, right? We all know Phoenix ammo. 
right? They're yep. fucking awesome. We, Phoenix, we love Phoenix yeah, Ammo. F-E-N-I-X. And they, with their, their Let's Go Brandon laser engraved 50 cal uh, case. Thank you, Christopher Thank Titus. You. Yeah. Oh, we, you know, we bullied him into making his, uh, his Twitter private. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know. Which is, which is glorious. glorious. Oh, he still has, hasn't hashtag, changed his phone number, by the way. Hashtag bullet check marks. Yeah, he he still hasn't changed his phone number. So if you got his phone number from that uh, from that tweet, please feel free to continue. Um, he hasn't changed it yet. Call, call him in Minecraft. Um, it's I I did oh, have the picture. Him. I just deleted it recently, but uh, it is it is a thing of beauty. Um, the I mean, you, but you, you gotta you gotta have balls to run into a burning building. First off, yes. But now now you're gonna tell people that have the balls to run into a burning building. Oh. Now you have to get this experimental jab for a thing that has like a point zero 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 one threat, you know, death rate in order to keep your job. How the fuck did you think people were going to respond? You think people are just going to be like, oh, no, okay, yes, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. Let's yeah, just let's go, go get the jab and wear triple masks. And it only gets worse because, like, now they've got that. What the hell is the new uh, Omicron variant of this oh, fucking Jesus. thing? Which, which, which is, is it's, it's sure it's, it's, it's more infectious, it's more contagious, but it's far less symptomatic. You notice, you it's, notice, it's by a, the way, they skipped for moronic. Yeah, Probably. yeah, Omicron. Yeah, um, they. You notice though that they they skipped a letter between new and Omicron. Yes, there's, there's a letter there. Why did they skip it? Go ahead and say yeah, it. Because it, it's it's G, X I. I can't imagine why they would skip that particular Greek because letter. The Chinese what? president's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you guys want to get on this last one? Uh, the Zeshwan flu. Kung flu. That's what we called it at work the other day. Uh, I like oh. I like Zeshwan flu because it indicates a flavor. Spicy, uh, spicy enough. flu. Yeah. It's uh exactly anyway, all right. Let's get on to this last one. Um, it's all about that sweet, sweet Zeshwan sauce, Morty. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at it, Morty. It's a Zeshwan it's a flu, Morty. Yeah. Um, Orville and is now a constitutional go. republic. What does that Woo-hoo! mean? Okay, for those for reference, Orville is Orville, California. It's in uh, uh, Butte County here in Northern California. They would be part of Jefferson if it were to happen tomorrow. Um, but Orville is a small, out-of-the-way town on the edge of the county, on the edge of the um, uh, Sierra Nevada Mountains. And it's literally a dying city. It's literally a dying city. There's no industry there um, since, all, since the environmentalists closed all the, uh, all the mills and stuff. So eh, Fuck those greedy bastards. Yeah, but um, my... My son, who's in the chat, he was born in Orville Hospital along with his twin sister. Um, well, one would hope the two of them were born in the same hospital. Otherwise, things get a little weird. I, you never know. The strangest things, <laughs> strangest things. There are people that are twins that are like, what was it like thirteen days apart or something like that? That's that's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, have twins, but they have different birthdays. Yeah, weird. Uh, that's pretty fucking weird. So, but. Uh, uh, so, as a constitutional republic, the city of Orville will not enforce, quote, any executive orders issued by the state of California or by the United States federal government that are overreaching or clearly violate the constitutionally protected rights. 
the resolution passed a six to one vote on November 2nd council meeting, which passed to quote, reaffirm the people what type of government we live under. That is according to Mayor Chuck Reynolds. Well, I mean, they're smart rocks sometimes. But uh, <laughs> um, quote, with all of these emergencies and leaders declaring emergencies, it puts one person in charge and they can pretty much do what they want, even when the emergency is no longer an immediate threat. Uh, they were they are they were they are reluctant to give up power. Don't forget that Adolf Hitler seized the chancellorship and the presidency yes. um, under emergency powers. And for background mm -hmm. on this, uh, California under Gavin Newsom, um, like really bad, really bad COVID mandates and and uh, vaccine orders and and lockdowns and all this other stuff. But like Butte County, where this is Butte County up there, uh, Northern California. So this is north of Sacramento, right? So this is very this is very rural. Orville is very isolated. I mean, it's like it's like 15 miles from Chico and I think like 26 miles from Marysville. And that's it. There's 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 the lake that is super low because of the droughts and the town. And that's all that's there. Right. Yep. And it's on the, the conflux of the uh, 160 and highways or 160, 162 and highway 70. There's nothing. There's literally nothing there except for this this little town that provides is just a residential hub for the rest of the area. Yeah, that so uh, in the chat, Emperor Palpatine. Yes, this is how yes. democracy dies to thunderous applause. Yes, and people are applauding Newsom for some reason. But, well, it's because um, of giant, horrific pieces of shit. You know, but like this is this is culturally like we, we talked about culture before, but culturally, this is this is an entirely different area than I had here in the down here in the Bay Area, right? Or or it's Sacramento or Southern California, but yet they're under the same. COVID orders, right? That that apply to the whole state, and um, it's it's really nice to see rural communities in Northern California going fuck you no. Oh yeah, I fucking love that shit. Like that they're just, I mean, we see that here too in Wisconsin, um, over by Chris, you know, like in Sparta and stuff. Like throughout the whole lockdown thing, despite Tony the tyrant, yeah, uh, ordering stuff, no one fucking cared. It was just complete oh, fuck, no. disobedience. No one cared. Everyone was like, "Fuck you!" I don't, I don't even no. give a shit what you have to say about it. Yeah, I went up to uh, I went up to Sacramento on Saturday. Uh, did a little post Thanksgiving barbecue and and joint birthday for my dad, and my brother, and we walked into a, a Rayleigh's up there. And just by default, because I was used to it, I, I put my mask on, and I walk in, and like the first three people I see, and they look at me, and none of them are wearing masks, and I'm just like. <laughs> like this is this is sacramento right mm -hmm. so this isn't even here down down here in the bay area like down here in the bay area like i took if i took my mask off in a store i got three people hitting me like people are people are that well that's crazy like right it. after right after everything started going down here in wisconsin after tony the tyrant had his first mask mandate in wisconsin i went to the local dollar general and i had a lady ram her shopping cart into me because i wouldn't wasn't wearing a face diaper Yep. You see, they oh, uh, they increased I'm their price on the bench. You see, they increased their prices because of the uh, inflation. You're talking about the Dollar do Tree. The, yeah. No, yeah. All, all the dollar stores, Dollar General, Dollar Tree. They're now a dollar twenty-five stores. Mm -hmm. Well, Dollar uh, General and Family Dollar weren't actually dollar stores like yeah. Dollar Tree was, but yeah, no, but, um, uh, about twenty percent of the products at a Dollar Tree are now a buck and a quarter. So, um, 
Counselor David Pittman says there are, quote, so many rules state federal governments are attempting to impose that it infringes on both local control and personal rights. He cited ever-changing occupational safety and health administration rules. The, requ the requirement that all vacant city property development has to be approved by the California State Housing and Community Deve Development Department before proceeding and the state and federal mandates related to masks and COVID-19 vaccines. Quote, we stand by and believe in our Constitution, our republic, and we believe that many times others in state and federal governments are exceeding their authority across the board in everything we do. Mandates eliminate personal right of choice to get vaccinated or not to vaccinate your kids or not and violate basic constitutional choices we all have. All right. Fucking bangering on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Yes. Uh, the resolution also says that the city believes, quote, in the separation of powers, individual rights and the rule of law outlined in the United States Constitution, including the freedom for local governments to have local control over issues related to the citizens who reside within the city's jurisdictional boundaries. Quote, it's about local government taking care of its citizens, period. And that's what we're doing. And that's the way it fucking should be. Oh. I mean, you know, and that, and we bring that up on the show all the time, right? That if if government, federal government and, and national government had stayed within the confines of the United States Constitution, yes. if they were capable of that, if that actually mattered, none of us would be anarchists right now. No, no, not. absolutely not. It, but, we wouldn't have a reason to be because the government would stay the hell out of our lives day to day. But that's the thing. And we've covered this on the show many times as well. Government can't <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> you can always you can, tell the quality, the quality of, a of a neighborhood by the type of dollar store it has. DG, you're good, Chief. D, <laughs> DT, sketchy territory. FD, I hope you think those cheap three liters of Dr. Thunder are worth it. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna feel it's a little of a little like escape to New York as you get to and from with that last one. But uh, you know, hey, that's at least what if the community your... has both a DT and an FD? Oh, it's... then your probation officer is busy. <laughs> oh, hey, I feel personally attacked. Hey, I don't live in that community anymore. The only, um, we just have a DG, man. We just have yeah, a DG. Uh, quote: We didn't get that. We didn't get that detailed in the resolution about changing structure. We didn't assign any new powers to any new positions. Uh, the executive branch is the staff that carries out the city council, the legislative body mandates and wishes. Um, Reynolds pointed out that the city is not advocating breaking laws, but also that quote: a mandate is not a law. Fucking it right. Isn't. A mandate is an agreement between two people. If you want me to do something, I agree with it. We have a mandate. Some people don't agree with the mandates. Well, yes. I mean, right? a mandate is something that's contractually well, bound. See, I mean, yeah. and, the, and, and again, this is where the founders of the United States shouldn't be revered quite the way they are because they did enable this, right, with the with the mandates. No, and this idea they, that executive they, they over. They overthrew the agreement that was in place that limited the federal 
that limited the federal government. Right. The Articles of Confederation should have been left, but the Federalists, those motherfuckers, <sighs> decided, but yes. we want more power. This is why I fully support the Aaron Burr tactical pistol solution <laughs> to Absolutely any disagreement with a politician. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I mean, this is, you know, this, this is, this is a California city. This is, it's, it's not, it's not a large California city. Okay. I to be fair, that. it's Northern California, which is an it's, entirely it's North, it's different. Northern California. It's, it's about uh, hour 20, hour and a half North of Sacramento. Um, it's on the, the Eastern portion of the Valley uh, at the foothills. Um, this is this. You guys remember the the campfire a couple years ago, Paradise, California. Yep. This yeah. is just down the hill from from Paradise. Okay. 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 Um, it, this is where I mean, my you, my daughter talking... my daughter was evac to Orville from Butte College, which is just at the base of the mountain from Paradise. Okay, and for you I football still fans out there, Butte the College other. is where Aaron Rodgers started his yep. college football. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is a graduate of Chico State or uh, um, Chico High School. Rogers, <laughs> discount double check. That's uh, both me and Chris are in Wisconsin. We're we're Packer fans, so but, uh, Liz, I lived I lived in Orville for several years. As I said, my my kids were born there. Um, I lived on, on Mitchell Street, just up the street from the library. Um, a couple other places there in town, Bridge Street, right next to the high school. Uh, we used to get sit on the porch and get drunk and and yell at the high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that's the what, not what the best more time. noble a pastime could you have? <laughs> that that that, <laughs> that does sound times. kind of funny. not the best times. That's uh, but uh, I mean, you know, I'm an I'm an crotchety old war veteran, so like I'm I'm totally cool with sitting on my porch and going, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, uh, the, the, uh, yes, our government cares more about floating fishes in Southern California than they care about the well-being of Northern California. Absolutely, because the Southern California has economic value to the people in and politics. Northern Northern California has no more economic value because they've completely, literally, completely shut off all the natural resources. I was going to say right. Northern California should should be more valuable than Southern California. It objectively yeah. should. It has mm -hmm. more natural resources. Uh, Brett Norman come right than... in there with said the same thing. More tax cattle in the South, bro. Yeah, uh, Brett. Yeah, that, that, well, that ninja is is my son. So and and cattle cattle of. Southern California, right? The south yep. southeastern California <laughs> is I, I dated a chick from or who was originally from southeastern California and stuff, and she grew up on a ranch there and stuff, and she's very hard, hard right, very red, you know. And that's the way that section of California is too. It's there's this little isolated island of California that is this authoritarian hardcore left. Yeah, it's, it's it's not only it's that. LA, like, it's the Bay the, Area. It's Sacramento. Well, yeah, it's where, where, where's the, where there's the dense urban population, right? Because we use gerrymandering, the dense urban population is where a lot of the politicians in the in the state come from. Yep. So the the, the state, so the the, the liberal the liberals in, or the Democrats in, in the state Senate, they have a supermajority. So literally whatever they want, they have they have a house majority, they have a, a state senate majority, they have a democratic uh, governor. So literally whatever they want to push it, if they wanted to push through a bill that would end homeless tomorrow, they could, but they're not doing it. If they no, wanted a good if they point. wanted universal health care tomorrow, they could. They could they could pass that bill. 
but they're not doing it. Yeah, and they won't because that isn't actually what they want. No, no, they want the power. They want the they they want to use those be able to use those talking points as a yes. cudgel to beat the voters over the head with. Yeah, yeah so, and if they so, actually fixed it, if they they ever actually did, they wouldn't have those talking points anymore. Nope, that's right. They, they so wouldn't they have anything. They wouldn't have anything to campaign on. They it's would have exactly... to find something even more authoritarian to push. Politicians so, yeah, I just, are I, exactly I just... the same as the the big pharma, where if you actually cure the patients, you don't yep. have the patients to use as an example of why you need more money anymore. Yes. Yep. Unlimited. So, I just I, I felt I just I, I felt like bringing this article up because it's California, it's Northern California. I used to live there. So well, and, and I, have, that, I still have that, ties there. I still have ties to that area. You know, that and, article makes me think of that report that came out. Was it last week? I think it was where they said that uh, as a result or because of the government responses to the pandemic, uh, Western so-called free uh, that was, areas uh, that came are out the 20, more authoritarian. The 22nd, 23rd? the 22nd, according to this yeah. one I look looking at here. So on the 22nd. Reason has a really good write-up about that. Um, so Western, the so-called Western Freedom Block, has become mm-hmm. more authoritarian, and everybody that was already in the authoritarian nightmare has just gotten fucking worse. Well, they they, they put the U.S. on par with like El Salvador and Myanmar, yeah, and a, and a couple other countries. And I've I've been to and El Salvador wrong. Um, quite a few times. El Salvador is so authoritarian mm-hmm. and and such a shithole that uh people when they they'll build walls in their backyards especially in like san salvador there's like one or two cities in el salvador everything else is Mm -hmm. super rural um the one or two cities that they will build walls around their backyards and as they the concrete is still wet they will set pieces of broken glass yep into the tops of those walls but it's not just to keep any people it's to keep rebels and government forces out of their backyards. It's so that they can try and stay uninvolved in the constant civil wars that happen. When I land, the last time I landed at El Salvador airport, uh, there were quad barreled flat cannons that followed our aircraft in civilian aircraft into land. Like this is, and, and if we're on par with that, Yep. And where do they get those cannons from, Andrew? Those are American made. Yeah. Uh, in the 1970s, those are American yeah. made flat cannons. Thanks, and they Ronald. Won't... Yeah, they're they're not any good against uh civilian aircraft anymore or against uh military aircraft anymore, but civilian aircraft they will bring them down and those were given to them by Ronald fucking Reagan because the conservative god that is Ronald Reagan, he supported Iran Contra. He was perfectly anti anti firearm conservative god. Yeah, incredibly yeah. anti firearm. He's the reason that California has the gun laws that it does. Almost single handedly, it's all him. Yep. Didn't he, and didn't then you signed the Brady Act. He signed. He signed the Brady Act. He signed um, uh, the the Hughes Amendment into law, Amendment. which shut down the uh, the the machine gun registry mm-hmm. didn't he also voice support for the uh 94 crime bill yes he did he, did. he, he wrote, he wrote a time. letter he wrote a letter to congress saying that he supported it yeah reagan was incredibly anti-gun 
So, all right, let's incredibly uh, anti-gun, which is hilarious because he also talked endlessly at um, the uh, at Athens on the anniversary of the Battle of Athens. He talked endlessly about how it was so great and it was an example of American democracy and blah blah. Mm-hmm. And yet he supported taking away the ability of the people involved to have been able so, to defend themselves. It, without the quad cannons, Andrew, let's uh, let's land the plane. <laughs> no, fire fire the cannons. Fire the cannons. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all Jason right. wants fire, fire the cannons. That's uh... <laughs> so all right, let's uh let's get some plugs in and let's get out of here. By Dirk's book. It's been scrolling across the bottom for a while. Yes. By uh oh, where is it? I got it right here. There we go. Think yeah, for yourself. I, yeah, buy Derek's book. Go uh, find us on Odyssey and on Rumble and some other stuff and some other stuff. Yeah, and, and, and some stuff. check out our boy I, Dave at Poppins Patches. Yes, Poppins Patches. Also check out uh, thebeardstruggle.com if you have a beard and you want to care for it like a Viking like I do. They have amazing scents. They're absolutely excellent. They're, they just introduced a bunch of additional scents with their platinum collection, in addition to their gold and silver that they've had for a while. They also have a fantastic beard straightener that they've just introduced. Uh, and uh, they have, you know, you got beard oils. You got uh, masks for, you know, overnight to help moisturize your beard. They have the beard straighteners. They have shampoos, conditioners, everything you need to care for your beard. So it's super great. Everything is Viking scented. The commercials are fantastic. One of my fellow beard Vikings, as we're called, is in fact uh, half Thor Bjornsson. Uh, and um, uh, Martins Lisi's. Yeah. Is part is part of the crew now. Yep. We, we have a lot of cool dudes who support our brand. No, Brett, and... you got to get that scent yourself. Yes. That's go, uh, that. Go, no, go, that... Find a, go find a lot, Lizard, bro. Yeah, um, but also what, check what is, out. <laughs> are you are you referring to like actual pussy scent or like gunpowder pussy scent? Because yeah, that's uh, it's, it's hard to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to say anymore. Uh, but the uh, yeah, their their scents are amazing. Uh, my personal favorite is Odin's Virtue, but there are a bunch of new ones. Check them out. Use their beard conditioner, their beard shampoo, because a lot of people are using soap, and that dries out your beard. That dries yep. out the skin underneath. That's not a good idea. It makes it itchy. Use actual dedicated beard wash, beard conditioner. May care for your beard, right? It's your friend, man. It makes you look manly. It's awesome, and you want to care for it. <laughs> Go to thebeardstruggle.com. Use code INCANARCHIST15 at checkout. Oh. Get 15% off of that. Also, check out Boog Boogie 79 on Twitter. On for Twitter. All of your redacted stuff. Yes. Redacted uh, that's been apparel. scrolling across uh, things. He sent me this lovely net gator. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it in a lot of pictures of redacted boys. Uh, he sent me that. He also sent me the patch that I was wearing at the beginning of the show. He sent me this lovely patch. This is also fantastic. Also available through him. And if you noticed our patches that we're all wearing right now, you can get that as a flag, as a full on flag. Yes. So Go find him on Twitter or uh, message one of us. He and also we'll has uh, that that last patch that Andrew held up. He has that as a actual flag. Oh. Normally, I have it behind me, but I had to change locations due to uh, 
dead deer hanging in my normal location. So well, and and he's got a bunch of state flags coming out that are double sided. They are double sided flags. They're not single sided flags, so you can truly fly them. And uh, they are all boog flags. I have a Wisconsin one on the way, which I will show off on the show once it shows up. There's a Wisconsin flag. It's got uh, a boogaloo theme to it, and the words on it are changed for the boog. You'll also see a bunch of other flags. He's got Arizona. I mean, Iowa, all sorts of fla- all sorts of states. Definitely check him out. Hit him up on Twitter. That's scrolling across the bottom. And uh, you should definitely look into it. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Go I got one twice. last one. It's not a, uh, it's, God we're damn not it. getting any kind of discount or nothing for it. <laughs> but uh, if you are a coffee addict, like I happen to be a coffee addict, and you are still drinking that swill from Black Rifle Coffee, Move away from Black Rifle Coffee and go check out my buddies over at Death Wish Coffee. They are so much better, and they will definitely feed your caffeine addiction. Yes. All right. And they didn't criticize Kyle Rittenhouse. On that note, anything else? Once? Twice? Nope. nope. I think we're right. completely good. All right. love on you that guys. Note, Thank you for watching us. This has been episode 158. Congratulations. You made it through to the shit show. Happy birthday, Liz. <laughs> And we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Peace.